This episode is brought to you by Fond Memories Videography. If you're looking to commemorate that special moment, don't wait. Call us now at 1-800-CREEPY-1 and we'll be there to hang out, have fun, and take a caring video of whatever it is you have in mind. At Fond Memories Videography, we are discreet, which is why so many choose us to record them taking a bath, taking a jog, fornicating, eating, committing murder, and just straight up being creeps. Fond Memories Videography. Why not record that shit? Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk. An opinionated and accidentally funny horror movie review show. Go, 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 go. get priority but we also review older horror movies both good and horrible wow that didn't sound good hello and welcome to horror movie talk your panel of expert hosts each week are dr bruce hansen who holds a phd in spookology and me professor david day the foremost expert in scare meow meows Guys, we have a great show for you today. We are going to be reviewing one of my very favorite movies, uh, Creep. And not only that, we have a special guest with us here today. Say hello to Casper. Hello, Casper. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for having me on. Hey, thanks for showing up. Tell us a little bit about yourself. We've known you for years now, I think. Uh, well, my name's Casper. I am the shop manager of a tattoo studio in New York called Vamachara. Um, I am longtime horror fan. Always love horror movies. I've been working at Haunted Houses for the past seven years now. Um, oh, and, uh, yeah, you guys can, uh, find me on TikTok and Instagram. It's, uh, underscore spooky tooth. You won't, you will not regret following <laughs> Casper. She's, she's gorgeous. She's if you got, are a heterosexual male, you will not regret following Casper. Well, I was showing my, I was, this is what I was going to say. You got everything you got. So you got tons of super interesting, like facts and stuff about tattoos. I, sh- I was showing my mm-hmm. wife, your TikTok, and she's like, Dang, I'm following this like just based on the principle of like I'm gonna learn a bunch of cool shit about tattoos, um, and then you know, and then you have a bunch of cool tattoos, and they're they're, I don't know, I you're gonna have to like I, I feel like I should get it. I've always felt this way. I feel like I should get a tattoo, but I just can't. I just can't figure out anything that would be important enough to put on my body. I think you should do you know the. Uh... You know the Homer gif going back into the yeah into the bushes. Sure, you could put that just right on your pubic hair. No, oh, <laughs> that's a really good idea. That is a really good idea, actually. <laughs> yeah, I yeah actually a Simpsons theme tattoo would yeah. make the most sense. What do, do you have a favorite tattoo, Casper? Oh, that's such like a difficult question. I don't know, because, like, some of my tattoos are really cool. Some of them, like, kind of have more meaning. But I guess my favorite would probably be my fingers, just because they look really cool. Let's see them. David, it's a podcast. Oh, dang. Yeah, that's beautiful. Does it say something, or is it just beautiful lines? 
So it says overcome, but it's uh, done in like kind of like a mix up of like West Coast uh, script and yeah. uh, like a death metal font. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty sweet. It's very. It's it's very uh, pointy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so like I said, we got a great show for you today. We're going to be reviewing Creep. Before we get into that, you guys should know uh, that we have like the very best community of any podcast you've ever listened to that's certified um guinness books has been here they yeah. were like yeah this is the best it's not it's not the largest it's just the best it is the best yeah right it's cool. it's not all about size right well yeah i mean it doesn't hurt um Sometimes so it does. You, well yeah that's that <laughs> <laughs> it's how you use those posts uh, <laughs> uh so so you guys should check us out over there on our Facebook group. Um, also, uh, you know, check us out on our website, horrormovietalk.com. From there, you'll find links to all of our social media, including the TikTok, which we need to build up. I'm, I'm being told we need, to, uh, we need to work on our TikTok. My problem is I just don't think anybody wants to see us. You know, I think they want to see beautiful people mm-hmm. or funny people. Or interesting people. All right. Stop okay. with the depressive attitude. Um, and also, you guys should know that we got Second Saturday Watch Parties. We're going to be doing one of those today as we record this. We're going to be watching Psycho Gorman on Streamlounge.io. Um, so if you haven't already, a bunch of you have already signed up on Streamlounge.io and followed us over there. And that's where we're going to be doing uh, at least this month's watch party and probably some more. Um, so is it Psycho Gore Man or is it Psycho Gorman? Like a, sure, like that, a last name. The regular one, Psycho Gorman, mm-hmm. I think. Okay. It sounds it sounds more normal that way. Like when my mom talks about, uh, did you go see the Spider-Man movie? The Spider-Man. <laughs> or the Pokemon. Mm-hmm. The Pokemon. The Pokemon. Uh, we post new episodes every single Wednesday, so make sure to subscribe to us, leave a review. If you'd like to get a hold of us at the show, call us at 682-253-4468. Or if you'd like to leave us a bodily fluid sound, you can do so by calling 252-228-4628. We need just a few more of those. Give me, you know, mm. give me your farts, give me your mm. burps, give me your uh, queefs, you know, whatever <laughs> you got. We're taking all comers, uh, quite literally. Um, well, you just described nothing that is bodily fluid. I think queefs. that's all just air. A fart could be bodily fluid. Oh yeah, the farts turn into sharks so easily, right? <laughs> okay. Oh well, yeah. I'm just maybe that's maybe that's just miscommunication. People are like, well, I mean, I I just can't get like a great sound of you, me peeing, mm-hmm. you know. It's so hard. It's to, like, yeah, you really. Luckily, all those phones now. Uh, now they make yeah, all those waterproof. phones hydrophobic. So, right. toss that toss that puppy in the toilet. You're good to go. Um, we start out the show by giving a brief review and our score of the movie. We score on a scale of one to ten. One being bad, ten being great, and five being totally average. After we give our score, we'll get into spoilers. Take a deeper dive into what we liked about this film. And later in the episode, got a big treat for you guys. We'll be doing. Horror Movie Talk Whores, where we take your calls, but also, more importantly, we will be doing uh, fan favorite, horror or porno. So stick around for the end of the show and get you some of those sweet, sweet porno sounds. So as I said, we watched Creep on Netflix. For me, it was like the fourth, fifth, maybe the tenth time. Uh, And I have to say, this movie is just pure genius 
for me. Mark Duplass turns into the most playfully nefarious creep you've ever seen, and it's one of the best performances I've ever seen anyone achieve ever. Yeah, it's <laughs> he's he's kind of a genius in this movie and in the acting because it's and there's a formula. And after watching it for so many times, I've I think I've started to crack the code of like why it's so great. And we can talk about that in spoilers. Yeah, but now let's get into the trailer. All right, we are uh, leaving the flatlands and we are heading up towards the mountaintop. We had set $1,000 for the day, filming services. Discretion is appreciated. Yellow door. I'm realizing that no one knows I'm here. Hi. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. I, I didn't mean to scare you. I'm assuming you're Aaron. Yeah, I'm Aaron. Joseph. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is gonna be a good day. So the reason I've hired you is because I have terminal brain cancer, and I want you to film me to make a video diary for my unborn son. You ready for this? This is called an adventure. We don't know exactly where we're going, but I have a feeling. When you follow those feelings, great things can happen. Don't ever forget that. Joseph! (laughs) There was about two seconds there where it looked like you wanted to kill me. Joseph, I think I'm going to head back. One drink, okay? Bottoms up. Creep is a found footage film. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's going to be a great day. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> oh, my God. His Mark Duplass's face yeah. is like he's got so many great faces in this movie. I, I was There's in- one where I just laughed out loud where it was like when um, uh, Aaron... Goes like, I mean, what can you say to that face? And he turns around the camera and it's just Mark Duplass, like, <laughs> with his goofy ass face on. <sighs> I gotta admit, I've never seen the uh, coming attraction for that. And it sounds a lot more playful than the actual movie is. See, th- I'm, I, this is, th- I'm so interested to get your take on this, uh, Casper, because for me, like I've said, I've watched this so many times that. Now, yeah, the first time I kind of remember it being like, oh, God. But now I just laughed the whole way through. I'm just like, ha, ha, ha. You know, it's just like, um, 
Uh, I mean, it, it, it starts changes. out. It, it changes starts out way more playful than it gets mm-hmm. to. I mean, it's like I I watched this last night, and my wife was in the room, and she hates horror movies. And I told her like, you got to stay for at least the beginning. And yeah, she was laughing out loud. She, she turned to me. She said, "This is really funny." She's <laughs> like, "Yeah, I know, right?" And then she left before it got to the scary part. Um, but yeah, it's a fantastic movie. We did a second Saturday watch party for this one. Yeah, as co- well. only a couple months ago. Uh, Creep is a found footage film where Aaron uh, answers a classified ad to film Joseph for one day. Uh, the money being offered seems incredible, but not over the top unbelievable. By the way, there's only two characters in this whole movie, and it is Aaron, who's played by Patrick Bryce. And uh, and Joseph, who's played by Mark Duplass. B- by the way, uh, Patrick Bryce, Aaron, is the director yeah. and a writer. And uh, and yeah. Mark Duplass is, is one of the writers. So this- it's basically a movie made by two people. Well, and, and then there's like a lot of other like extra people. But yeah, they both wrote it. It was their brainchild. Yeah. Uh, Aaron arrives and is immediately put off by the insane jump scare greeting that Joseph gives him. Joseph shares that he has been diagnosed with terminal cancer and only has a few months to live. He wants Aaron to film this day so that his unborn son, Buddy, will uh, will have something to know his father by. Joseph starts the day off uh, filming with Aaron. In he, He's like, hey, come on up here. We're going to go to the bathroom and I'm going to hop in the tub. And, uh, and then he pretends to bathe his son, his unborn son. And the day just keeps getting more and more weird from there, as if as if that can't like that's the weirdest starting place I can possibly imagine for a weird day. But it does get weirder. As we follow Aaron and Joseph, we learn we keep learning that Joseph is not above lying to Aaron and is very into making him feel uneasy and upset without ever crossing the line of out into outright mania. What becomes very apparent is Joseph is a total creep, and it's more unsettling and hilarious than anything I've seen since. Um, my review for Creep goes a little something like, Creep is a low-key is low key one of the best movies I've ever seen. It's directed by, like I said, Patrick Bryce, who also plays Aaron, and it's written by both Patrick Bryce and Mark Duplass, uh, as I said. It's clear that Creep is based on a series of conversations around a creepy guy that Mark and Patrick dreamed up, and the way Mark brings him to life is unforgettable. The movie lacks a formal script. Instead, they wrote a bare-bones outline and kind of improvised most of the scenes and dialogue, uh, which is impressive, but it also it also makes sense. I, can, I, I would love to see the outtakes of this, because I'm sure there's tons. Um, that would actually, the making of this movie, I would like to see almost more than this movie. Um, the result is something akin to meeting a far too kind stranger on the street. They welcome you and are so excited to meet you, but you can't help but wonder what are they after? Why are they so excited about this exchange? (laughs) What are they hiding? Uh, I'm sure Bryce is laughing because he, because when he meets a kind stranger on the street, he's just like, oh, this is a kind stranger. He's very nice. <laughs> and he, and he well, thinks I'm silly for a little bit saying these things. No, I'd, I'd be off, but I'd be like, all right. Okay. Back up now. But, what? Yeah. And, and but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like, what is he wanting? Well, if he kept going with it, you would, if he, if it went the way this movie went, it's just be like, okay. 
Well, yeah. That's if, the way I if, look. Yeah. So Mark Duplass keeps the character of Joseph playful and fun with an undercurrent of danger and seriousness just below the surface. Aaron and his actions are very easy to empathize with, uh, which makes it very disturbing when things start to go wrong. Ultimately, Creep is a provocative and hilarious character study that I just love to death. What did uh, what did you think of this film, Bryce? Yeah, this is one of my favorite horror movies. I mean, it's I, I almost consider it more of a comedy than a horror movie. On fourth viewing, it's definitely more comedy. Yeah. It feels like, but but it's that uh, first viewing. I remember it being very disturbing. No, it, it blew me out of the water. Like the even on Netflix, when you see like the the poster or the imagery that they have with it, it's the most unassuming. Yeah. Like marketing materials for this movie, and nothing can really prepare you for what you're about to sit through, just because it's. It's almost like if Michael Scott was a serial killer. <laughs> just just a really awkward and also kind of wholesome, but also like, you know, adding the, the aspect of like, wait, what? Always in kind of control. Like there's yeah. this there's this like vague, like curtain of control that he has over the day. Yeah. That you're like, because he's got. Because he he's he's like here's a thousand bucks right at the start of the day, right? So instantly, Aaron's kind of like, well, that's a lot of money, and I want it like, and he's so nice, and but there's like this undercurrent of like, if you give somebody a thousand dollars and expect them to do a thing, like, you can't just get up and walk away, right? Kind of, right. you know, it's like it kind of tethers them to you in a weird sort of yeah. gross way. But yeah, I I absolutely love this movie. This is like. Among horror comedies, this is top five for me. Yeah, for yeah, same for me. What um, what did you think of it, Casper? I hate to like disagree with you guys, but I wouldn't say this is that like amazing of a film. The first like two times I tried to watch it, I couldn't finish it just because I just couldn't get like totally interested in it. I don't know. I guess like because it's not really falling. Your face looks so surprised. It's not really falling into like, you know, a normal category of a horror film, which right. might have been the issue is what I was expecting. Um, but then, um, you know, once I actually finished it, I've seen it like three times finished now. Um, and I did like it a lot more once I finished it. I think like the acting in it is incredible. And there's like a ton of like weird elements and things that they've done that I haven't really seen in other films. Um what was yeah, I mean the, the ending. That when I heard that you hadn't seen the ending yet, I was like, "Oh man," because it it really like puts a capstone on it, and then it like, "Oh, this is what this movie is about." Yeah, like, the, it's, like the very last scene, you're like, oh. it, "It changes." It changed my perception of the whole movie, and just made me mm -hmm. laugh out loud as well. Just like that's awesome, you know, because mm -hmm. there's all this ambiguity and then certainty right right at the end. Mm -hmm. What? So, so I'm so curious to know wh what score would would you give it, Bryce? Me? Yeah, uh, ten out of ten. And Casper, what score would you give it? Hey, you don't Howie. look. You, look, everybody has their own opinion. Look, everybody has their own opinions. You should see the shit that we get for the scores that we give. So, 
but the thing is, everybody likes their own stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's some shit's not for people. So with that being said, like, you're okay. Hmm. I should have thought about a number before I jumped on with you guys. What's your gut tell you? Um. There's no wrong answer. Six, seven? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's head, though. <laughs> I, see, now there's going to be a million people that agree with you and yeah. are like, and are like, oh, they love this stupid, pretentious bullshit. Buh, buh, buh. The Halloween is a much better move. Where do you? Okay, here's a question for you, Casper. Where do you fall on Halloween? 1978, John Carpenter's Halloween. What? How? How do you? Lo- do you, is it your favorite movie ever? It's not my favorite movie ever, but it's good. It's a classic. It's important in the in the history of horror. I think when you rate horror films, you have to take into consideration, um, you know, the effect that it created on the rest of the horror genre and the ability to hold up over time. I feel like when you rate a horror film, you do have to take all those other things into consideration. Yeah. If it came out nowadays with better graphics, where would it stand? Our, so I think it's a good film. Good film. But do you prefer Jason or like, you know, like, like, is Halloween the best? Are you like a diehard Halloween fan? Um, I feel like you're trying to lead her somewhere. No. What, what, what score would you give Halloween? Yeah, yeah. Mm, I feel like I'm more, more of a hard critic than you guys are. I feel like you throw tens everywhere. Hey, whoa. Whoa. Yeah, no. We've we only like done like seven tens, I think, the entire time. Oh, no, I'm throwing... T- she's right. I throw tens at everything. Oh, yeah, I'm well... Like, this is the best movie I ever... Because I love it. I do. Like, I feel like I really got to be blown away for a ten. Like, I don't know how many films I would have even give a ten to, you know? Um... But so not a ten me... is what you're saying. So Halloween is not no. a ten. Okay. Well, prepare yourself. Prepare your inbox. Yeah. Prepare. It's th- these these people. Come at me, people. Oh, don't at her. Trust me. You don't. You don't <laughs> want it. They are and they're prepared. Like they have seven or eight fourteen inch. I think we gave uh, steak knives. You know. I think we or, gave Halloween like an eight. I yeah. think that that was what we gave it. And ever I'd since, ever every ever since. Everyone says that we hate Halloween, yeah. and they're highly offended. Like, you do not want to mess with Halloween fans. Ew, just, David. Yeah. Um, well, there you go. Um, so, you know, it's, it is it, it is a found footage. If you're into that, you know, it's a good found footage film. It may not – your mileage may vary. If – for me, this is, this is a hard movie to top. Yeah, it's a very – it's a it hits like a specific zone yeah like if you i i can understand where this would not be people's cup of tea where they couldn't get into it or just not i i i thoroughly enjoy several small things that they do in this movie there's 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 just little moments that like just make me love it i do have some little critiques i feel like the third act is kind of especially on repeat viewing is like Okay, can we can we move things along here? But at like seventy seven minutes, this is a pretty tight movie. Yeah, uh, all things exactly seventy seven, something like that. It's like maybe seventy or eighty minutes, something like that. I don't, I can't remember. See, I I even disagree with you on that. Like, I think the third act is perfect because it like 
it sets a tone and like changes the pace to a point where you're like, okay, well, this is how it's going to end now. 87 minutes. Yeah. Sorry. Anyways. Um, uh, well, with that, uh, you guys can check out, you know, if you would like to help support the show, you can head on over to our favorite sponsor, nightchannels.com. You head on over there. If you're looking for, you know, something something to house your body. We're talking about shirts. We're talking about sweatshirts. We're talking about the occult, mm-hmm. uh, horror movies, uh, bands, alternative, metal, etc. Um, if you check out Night Channels, I dare you to hop on to nightchannels.com and, uh, and, and, and browse. And just browse. That's all. Yeah. And, and then tell me you didn't find something that you're like. Yeah, it's so simple. Like, this is... <laughs> I'll tell you what. We've tried a different calls to action for night channels before, and this is the most effective one. Yeah. Just browse. That's all you got to do. You're going to find some... Uh, Casper, have you ever been to nightchannels.com? I have not. Okay, you got to check it out. And honestly, you'd probably... You know, if you want a modeling gig, you, oh, you would uh, oh, be right in line with... Yeah, they would. They, they, you're definitely in line with the models that uh, that I see on night channels. Um, but uh, so, and if you use code HMT, you get 13 percent off of your whole order. That's the spookiest percentage, and uh, and they've been just wonderful to us. And they are local to us. They're here in Portland, Oregon. So uh, so check them out, and uh, and you know, helping them helps us. Also, if you're listening to these commercials, you should know that you don't have to. If you hop onto our Patreon and read up a little bit on on the tiers list of what we have over there, you can uh, you can join up and we cut out cut the commercial. We you can get early access to this episode with no commercials in it. Um, so, and that's I think only six dollars and sixty six cents a month. And uh, and yeah, that's the too spoopy for you tier. There you go. And with that comes a bunch of other perks and all that baloney, and it directly helps the show. Um, and it's not for nothing either. We have a um, an after pod uh, where we uh, leave the mics running and just kind of shoot the shit after the show. And there's like two years worth of content mm-hmm. on there. And just want to thank our new patrons, Samuel R., Glenn S., uh, Julia Upter, Patronage this month. Gulia? Julia Gulia? Appreciate that. And Kitty H is back. Oh, thank you so much, Kitty. Ah, man, I missed Kitty. It was, it's so good to hear um, that she, uh, she had a tough time with her job over there across the lake, but it's all ironed out. Mm -hmm. I, I felt so, I felt like, like I owed her, I, so much so that I, I was like, maybe we should like start running like classified ads for people who need jobs or right. something like that because but everything's cool now and and we appreciate you kitty and and if you're curious to hear what kitty sounds like you can listen to her voice on our intros for both the haunting of bly manor and i think the haunting of hill house Oops. i think it was just bly manor i don't oh, think maybe. we did anything for hill house in any event, you can also support us by heading over to our website, horrormovietalk.com slash shop. We got shirts, we got stickers, we got all kinds of bullshit. You can buy it, and I'll send it to you, and I'll also send you some of our show notes and a thank you card and all that kind of all that kind of sweet, sappy stuff. 
check out our resident artist, Dustin Goble, who's a professional artist who fucks so hard. He also takes commissions for artwork from HMT fans, so make sure to contact him at dgobel 0 on Instagram and make your artistic dreams come true. You can meet Dustin if you're in the Columbus, Ohio area at the start of August. I can't remember exactly when it's uh, Prince and Pints, uh, an event that you can look up over there in Columbus and you can get yourself a beer and buy yourself a, a Dustin Goble original. And yeah, he's got this fantastic poster design he showed me that's like glow in the dark. Oh, really? It's like a, it's like a citrus uh, beer, something I can't remember what what beers are called, but um, like a it hef. just looks it looks really cool. It's like glow in the dark, like mad scientist Ooh. thing. So go go check him out. Uh, yeah, and finally, if you'd like to get a, a hold of us here at the show, you can call us at six eight two two five three. Four four six eight. Thanks again for listening, and let's get into spoilers. Spoilers. Okay. So. So you tried to watch this movie twice before. Were they recently or long ago? Uh, I feel like I tried to watch it a while ago and then I tried again. There's just like certain movies that are like I'll try multiple times and I just can't get through. Yeah. Uh, but I did it. I did it for you guys. And I'm glad I did it though. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. But do you can you can you pinpoint the thing that's not that's that doesn't do it for you in this? I'm just well, I'm just um, interested. Well, generally, I am also not the biggest found footage person, so I will say that this is definitely on the high ends of found footage. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get motion sickness from it most of the time, which is cool. Yeah, no, Aaron is a good <laughs> is a good videographer. <laughs> He starts out – I love the way this starts because it's exactly how it would – a day like this would start for me. Like mm-hmm. Aaron's in the car. He's excited about – he's got this – he he feels like he found this gem in the rough, right? He's like, I found this – I found this gig. I'm going to go – they're going to pay me $1,000 to videotape him for like a whole day. And I don't – like maybe it's maybe it's like a sexy lady. Who just wants me to like, you know, rub uh, suntan lotion on her? And uh, who knows? It's like it's like this. Aaron has this whole array of possibilities of how cool or great or sexy it could be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's and instead, it's the creepiest. It's pretty sexy. Yeah. Well, I mean, actually, Peach I guess... Fuzz is pretty sexy. I must say. Oh my god! The first thing yeah. Mark does is take his clothes off and get in the tub. <laughs> so you're not wrong. Uh, you're definitely right. I mean, it's almost awkward as a as an audience member just seeing like just the the first tuft of pubic hair peeking out as he's like taking out down his pants. You're like, yeah, I don't want to see this either. Let's uh, let's move on. Yeah, he gets there and he notices, he's like, there's no one at the house. He notices an axe that's buried in this stump. 
And he, Which I, I mean, thought it, was not ominous at all. Well, like people cut wood. He lives in the woods. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's supposed to be ominous. It's like almost like. Well, they mentioned it again later. He's like, "Oh, when you saw my axe, did you think I was going to kill you with it?" Like they brought it up again. Well, it's it's like a tongue in cheek thing of like seeing an axe and feeling creeped out in the woods, to where it's like, uh, <laughs> that's not ever going to happen, but. Maybe. Well, but not only that, like, okay, so, yeah, so we'll go off the premise that, you know, an axe in the woods uh, at somebody's house where, you know, it's a cabin. That's a normal, a a pretty normal thing, right? But the thing that I like is that, is that Joseph brings it up later. He's like, did you see the axe? And he's, and Aaron's like, yeah, I saw the axe. And he's like, did it make you feel things? Because <laughs> he's like, he's intending, like, it's a set piece for him and his whole fucking day of, like, of fucking with Aaron. You know, it's like, I hope this thing that I did worked, which is creepy, a new level. Like, if the axe wasn't creepy before, now it is. Because the intent behind putting it there was to be seen. Yeah, which is, you know, it's crazy that the script wasn't fully written out because that, conversation happens so naturally because he's like mm-hmm. you know it's a he like misunderstands him saying ask instead of, of axe or something like that and it like forms into this conversation of like oh yeah i saw that axe in your yard it's like hmm. hmm did you think i was gonna kill you with it but uh the the other thing i want to mention is just how like super duper yeah, like Michael Scott yeah. level energy. Just super goofy. Just goofy and like but lots of feelings and like really like huggy, you know, yeah. like. Yeah. Uh, I, I love the f- <laughs> It's like there's several like little touches of like making Joseph goofy and also kind of lame in like a goofy way. So. The fact that he came up with this idea from watching My Life by Michael, you know, starring Michael Keaton, which is just such a... Wait, come again? There's a movie called My Life starring Michael Keaton. Okay. That was basically this concept of he hires someone to... Or he he documents his life for his unborn child because he's going to die of cancer. Yeah, he mentions that in the beginning. Yeah. So, like, they mention that specifically. And that movie is like... It's so just the entire concept of it is so maudlin and and kind of lame that I just love that they're like, yes, we're recreating this concept from this movie that no one actually watched or cares about. Yeah. And uh, but it also like sets up the character of like, of course, that character would watch that movie and like be extremely touched by it. Oh, I see. Um, So Mark. Sorry. uh, Yeah. Mark Duplass. He's he's. I think I cracked the code of how he approaches acting this character or like how, how you are thrown off balance by him, which is, it's very like normal. He starts like a normal guy, you know, like, like a Michael Scott or, you know, maybe a little goofy. And then there'll be a moment where it's just a blank face. Like it's just expressionless. To the point of, like, you can project whatever you want onto that face. It yeah. can either be creepy or it could be, like, he's taking a moment or he's being dramatic 
and kind of lame. And then, and then like he holds that to the point of discomfort and then breaks it with like a joke. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, Oh, 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 whatever that discomfort you just felt. Don't worry about it. Right. Don't worry about it. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. He, uh, and it's really effective because you're thrown, you're thrown off balance by it. Um, it's like fishing for emotions. Yeah. It's like, it could be some disassociation too. Oh yeah, it could be. And then the other thing is like, sometimes it's not a blank face. Sometimes it's like, a very like excited face, but like kind of weird excited. Like what? There's something in there behind yeah. his eyes of like <laughs> when he, when he first meets Aaron at the car and he's like, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. You have such a nice wow. face. Wow. And he's just like smiling at him. Yeah. And there's this twinge of like, you don't know what I'm about to do to you. We're going to be best friends. Right. Forever. What I'm curious. I've heard people mention disassociation. Like it could be di- like in, in that way, but I'm not super, I'm not super well versed in what exactly that might, might mean. Is, does that mean he's like taking a moment? And he's, he's like leaving the premises of his, of his brain for a moment. Basically. Yeah. So, so disassociation can be like a common thing experienced by people with like various types of um, mental illnesses. And so like when you disassociate, it's actually your body, um, your brain learned how to do it kind of as a coping mechanism to protect yourself from a situation that you're in. So then your body later relies on it and you disassociate, meaning you're disassociating from reality. So you kind of feel far away from your body. Things can look a little weird. Um, a lot of time can go past like a blip, like you just kind of like, don't remember what you did between this and this, or yeah, you could just like, you're just like kind of not there for a second for a little bit. It, it can get like blurry and foggy. I had the, f- the first time I smoked a tremendous amount of weed The f- I had like a month where I felt that way, where it was just like, Oh, I, where I just felt far away from my body and from reality and i and i was worried i would never get back but i came back it's okay but proud other than, of you. yeah thank you <laughs> and you have no idea how proud i am <laughs> so happy um so so as i said after he intros himself and he's like i got cancer i got a kid on the way like you're gonna be videotaping me here's a thousand bucks this is no longer a business transaction like we're just We're in this best friends, journey right? together. Now I'm going to hop in the tub. And then we have tubby time, mm-hmm. which he names tubby time. And he's like, my dad did this with me. It wasn't super creepy and weird. And he pantomimes taking a bath with a little baby to the ex- the full experience. Yeah, like he's like he's pretending to hold the baby and like, we're going to get your tootsies wet. Bloop. Oh, does that tickle? Oh, you got stinky tootsies. Which is just the funniest. Like, oh. That's like one of the funniest scenes. Just the commitment that that Mark Duplass has to that scene is impressive. The more I think about it, the less scary this movie seems to me. Well, yeah, it doesn't get. I don't. I don't even think like scary is the right word because. Even in the times of suspense when you're waiting for the jump scare, like, 
you're never expecting it to be terrible. It's right. just like you know he's going to jump out kind of thing. Because it's set up that he just likes scaring Aaron. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it starts out very comedic and then turns very suspenseful and then ends like in this weird, bittersweet <laughs> kind of third act um, with a, you know, a sprinkling of paranoia in there. I'm I'm going to ask you guys what your favorite moment in this movie is, but first I'm going to I'm going to share with you what what mine is. So basically after the tub they he, he's like, "Okay, it's time to get going. Like we're going to go on a hike." And um and you know, I'm going to try and find this spring that's um I'm going to try and find this spring that's supposed to have healing properties, mm-hmm. uh, according to according to like the native the healing Amer- springs of the heart or something right. like that. According to the Native Americans of this area, healing yada yada. So they start going on a hike. Aaron's got the camera. Mar- uh, Joseph is taking up the lead, and uh, and this is my favorite part of the whole movie. And I like it because he does this weird little aside to Joseph says to Aaron, he's like, how's your heart, Aaron? And Aaron's like, it's, I don't know. It's fine. She's like, it's better be good. And then he like takes off sprinting off into the woods, <laughs> which is, for me is like, that's the creepiest thing another person can do is just like say some weird ominous shit to me. And then literally just run away out of sight. Like, tr- try to get out of my v- range of vision. Because it's like, okay, well, that's a weird place to leave me, like, mentally. And then also, like, what, are we hunting each other now? Like, that that moment got gets me every time. I'm like, Ugh! I don't like the way that feels at all. But he always ends it. Always. With a jump. He's like, ah, boo! <laughs> and, like... And this this is through that through the whole movie where he just gets so much joy out of like jump scaring Aaron. This is exactly me and my wife. I do this to Carrie constantly, and she's she hates it, but I can't get enough of it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's like, I hate to bring mental health into it again, but this guy is clearly mentally ill. A big thing is when you experience trauma, you like mentally stop aging at that age, which can cause age regression. So it seems like his kitty way of like jumping out on him and how he handles some things is he probably had some traumatic experience when he was younger and he's experiencing some age regression. Oh, oh no. Are you wait, does this now mean that I oh This makes <laughs> this makes perfect sense. I put it all together in the span of 5 seconds like why do I Oh no, I have age regression. Oh yeah, now I remember why. <laughs> It's <laughs> having a huge narcissist for a dad uh, who never paid any attention that to me. That can do that. that yeah, oh. I did it. Get, can you give him a hug? Who? My dad? No. <laughs> I can you fuck that guy. We hug each other. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, we do huggies after the show. It's like tubbies, but it's just, mm-hmm. you know. Huggies in the tubby? No. Yeah. No. We could do that. <laughs> get our tootsies wet. No. Um, <laughs> my, I mean, my favorite moment is the end, is the, the final seen at the park bench like that's my absolute that's what makes me love this movie the, and it's specifically the sound effect it was just perfect it's that it's like, little. 
<laughs> just so understated. It's it's a I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't particularly love it. It's the definitely the the right way to end the movie, I think. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, no, I, I I think it's that's the part that sticks with everybody about this film. Right. It's just Wow, what an end. You you have all this ambiguity and it's like back and forth between Joseph acting like a total creep and then to a well-meaning but very, very awkward person to like a genuinely good person that's struggling with loneliness and like just wants a friend. And then, so that's like the whole movie and you get to the end and you're like, so what? Which is it? And you just see him approach Aaron from the back of the park bench. Aaron and decides, slowly, Aaron decides methodically from a distance. Like again, it's like for the viewer, it's almost disassociating from the movie. It's like slowly and methodically takes out, you know, a peach fuzz mask and a giant axe, and then just swings down and kills Aaron in one. Thunk. <laughs> It's Just like chopped to the head. They could have used like the the it's, Fred Flintstone like bongo sound effect, like boom, <laughs> and it would have had almost the same effect for and me. And it's out in broad daylight. It's all very daring, right? Yeah. Well, uh, do, do you have a favorite favorite moment in this movie, Casper? Um. Well, I hated this part, so I love it. You know, because that's how it goes with horror films. Yeah. When he was like fucking, just like touching himself. On the oh, yeah. <laughs> like fireplace, and he's like, "Come lay with me." <laughs> what he's having like the Benadryl dreams? Yeah, he's like saying, "Oh, peach fuzz." Oh, yeah. peach fuzz. Oh, that's okay. You win. That is probably one of the greatest moments in the movie. That is great. <laughs> oh man, I. There are so many little moments. Yeah, like that, and and like and by the way, creep two. Is a movie and uh, and Creep Three is in production. It is a movie and and but Creep Two is there's not a lot of drop off. Like you know the second second movie is always a little bit, but to be honest with you, it's a lot more of the same. Um, so if you really enjoy Creep, then uh, then definitely check out yeah. Creep Two. Oh. I guess I gotta watch it. You think? Well, so? Well, you might actually like the the second one a little more. It's like it's got a. The the Aaron character in, in that one is is female and it takes some weird turns, um, but yeah. So <laughs> I'm trying to think of all like the big turns. So we have tubby time, and then they go on the hike. Yeah, and it's very wholesome while he's like scaring them, and they get back and like he's trying to just finalize this thing, like because. Aaron's like, all right, well, I guess we're we, the day's done. I got to get back home. And Joseph like pressures him to come back in to have a drink with him. Like very, <laughs> very like over the top of like, this is another moment where it's like, you can interpret it so many ways. Yeah. Just because everyone's had this pressure moment before yeah. of like, well, no, let's not, don't be lame. Don't let the the night end. Come on, for me. Come yeah. up and and have one more drink. I'm sure Casper's probably had this happen more for her than for us. But um, why? Why can't I have that just ha- as many times? Hashtag me too. Um, like, 
and then he, he finally like Aaron is such like a pleaser. Like I I would be Aaron in this movie. Like no oh, yeah. no joke. Like oh, I yeah. I and completely no. give like the benefit of the doubt. Oh, like, he would. Okay, all right. Because I just think like I might think that something's weird, but I'm not in danger. <laughs> Never. I'd be out of I here. I am so paranoid. I literally like. Me too. Hell <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, and there's no. I'd be out of here so fast. I'd be like, but the thing is. Yeah. See, the thing with David is like he. He won't let the little things go. Like he he would notice like the second Joseph like was over enthusiastic about like gonna have a great time. It's gonna be a great day. They would be like, What's that look that you gave me? Like what do you what do you know that I don't? What are you thinking about? <laughs> what we're just here to do a job, right? Right? That's what this is, right? Why'd you run right. away in the woods? Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah. No, I don't like it. I'm leaving. But. So so he brings him up to, to have a drink and then somehow his keys get lost. Somehow. <laughs> and he, Aaron takes like the initiative to try to drug Joseph. There's all these little, this is, this is part of the little stuff that I love of this movie, which is like. He's like, Mike, what's the matter? He, he, Joseph's like, what's the matter, Aaron? Aaron's like, my keys are gone. You know, Aaron's having that exact moment where right. your keys are gone. Everybody's experienced that. Where did I put my fucking wallet? Where are my fucking keys? And he's doing that thing uh -huh. around the house. And and Joseph slips in this. He's like, oh, you, your keys are gone? They're not in the left pocket of your jacket? Oh, <laughs> I didn't even and notice I'm that. Like, I, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. So he knows exactly where it is, of course. He's like, they're not in the your jacket pocket. So he's, he's like letting him know, like, low key. Like, jo Aaron's too freaked out about where his keys are to hear even really what Joseph's saying. He's like, I, <laughs> my keys. Right. But, but what he's saying is, I have your keys. They're right over in some place you'll never find them. And he convinces Aaron to basically stay the night in a way. I mean, Aaron tries to get away still by getting Joseph to go to sleep and then, you know, trying to search his pockets for his keys. And yeah, that's a, that's a great moment. And then that's the reveal of, um, someone calls Joseph's phone and Aaron answers and he finds out that basically Joseph has been lying about this entire setup. Like, isn't it weird how he said his wife was like the same name as his sister? Yeah. 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 Like out of every name in the world. Well, I mean, you know, it's it happens a lot. Well, he's he's probably, you know, we know he's gone through this a lot of times before. So he's like, just in case my sister calls my cell phone, I can say it's my wife. Oh, when that name pops up, that's a really actually a really good explanation. Um, so well, like, you could just say it was your sister. Yeah, yeah, mm. but the, I think you know what? Actually, this this is a good point, and I, and I and okay. There's a thing that happens when I'm well, if Pornhub if Pornhub has taught me anything, it's that everyone wants to fuck their sister. No, okay. <laughs> Step sister. Well, <laughs> yes and no. Um in the title it'll say it'll say sister. Right. In the in the actual video, they'll make sure that you know that it's a stepsister. I think there I think there is merit to what he does to what Joseph does with the wife thing. Because I've, I mean, I've known, I've been married for, I don't know, 11, 12 years, something like that. I've noticed over that time that is that, 
women's demeanor changes, physically changes when I say I'm married. There's some sort of like, oh, okay, good. This is not him like right. approaching me to talk to me about like, I'm not, I'm not being hit on or like if my kid comes up, then, then like that I'm given some sort of carte blanche that I wasn't before right? where it's like, here's a guy like there's weird pressure with this. I don't like it, but the presence of the kid or the mention of the wife, it's like, it's a, it's a makes people feel more like, oh, okay. There's no weird strings attached to any of this. Great. So I think Joseph probably is the kind of guy who would right take advantage of that knowledge key into that knowledge and be like. <laughs> so Aaron finds out that basically, like, he needs to go. Like, it doesn't just leave his car there. Like, just leave right now. And and that's where it, like turns the corner and uh, Joseph goes full peach fuzz. Yeah, and, we haven't mentioned what Peach Fuzz actually is yet. Yeah, Peach Fuzz, he, he's, Aaron stumbles across this kind of ridiculous-looking wolf right. mask in the closet, and it's kind of a jump scare. And and then Joseph explains how it's this this childhood... Cherished. Cherished, you know, item from his dad that made up this character, Peach Fuzz, the most terrifying wolf face in the world. And he's like, it's a children's mascot right. thing. And he has a little song for it. And it's the most made also, up on the on the spot song ever. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, you're good. Um, He also said he got it from the dollar store. That is not a dollar store mask. No, that's a no. That's a, a pretty cool mask. That's yeah. like a mm -hmm. 50 I, to $100 mask. As I was watching yeah. it, I immediately like Googled it. I was like, I gotta have that mask. Are you? Did you, you buy it? Have it? You can find it's sold out everywhere. Oh, it's like, it's probably I don't know how these mask shops go, but I'm assuming it's like they do a run and oh, then yeah. just break the mold and just be like, well, we did that one before. But yeah, you there was like a a listing on Amazon that had it, and if anyone, if any listener has a peach fuzz mask, let me know. I have a question for both of you, and I'm going to ask Casper first. Yes. Is, do you see there being, okay, is there a situation where you think Aaron wouldn't get killed? Where if, if, do you think there's a point of no return that Aaron hit with Joseph where it was like, that it sealed his fate? Or do you think that just by showing up, He's doomed. Hmm. I feel like once he showed um, Joseph, like, uh, like empathy is where he, he lost it. The second he was, like, really nice to him and forgiving to him and, like, sweet to him oh, is, I think, when he lost it. Because he kind of, he played into the, um, the story that, like, Joseph wanted. So wait, what moment was that? Like, where where in the film was that? It, that you identify that, like, he turned that corner? I can't remember. I feel where... like... Sorry. Go ahead. I feel like him not being weird about the whole bathtub thing. Okay. For me, you it know, was he like... You should have ran out by then. Yeah. Yeah. For me, um, <laughs> I think it was, like, the final, like, decision. Really? To where... 
he watched that final video and he'd already like he'd gone before before like um before like the the peach fuzz chasing and before like the video with the digging a hole and you know all all that stuff that just showed that joseph was really really like 100 percent creep and not like yeah you know anything else before that i gave give him give aaron the benefit of the doubt it's like yeah you, <laughs> you you still don't get what's going on like some people are weird and and like you can i can handle a lot of weirdness and, you think joseph would have let him go at any point up until then yeah well i mean so so the point where joseph sends that last video that says like come on i'm gonna be here like it's just my final like my final video um it's safe blah 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 the and again this is one of my one of the moments that i laughed the hardest at he was like i mean he's so sad look at that face turns (laughs) turns the camera around just like the goofiest like like white person smile um and (laughs) that moment where He's already known that Joseph was, like, digging holes threateningly and, like, has stalked him and, like, put DVDs and sent him, like, trinkets and stuff. Like, at that point, you should be like, no. Once you call the police on a stalker, that should be – you don't go back to that person ever not being a stalker. That that person – you should be out of your life at that point, and you should not encourage anything uh, from them or any contact from them at all. So that point where he's like, uh, I mean, he's just so sad. You know, I think I can help him. Like, that's the moment where you're, I think he he, you're so, he could have walked away. You're so trusting. Like, like th- to me, this is the gauge of how trusting we all are, uh-huh. right? <laughs> and and I honestly think there was – if he wasn't doomed the second Joseph said, oh, man, we're going to have a great day. This is going to be great. If he wasn't doomed the second he met Joseph, then he was certainly doomed, in my mind, the second he accepted the $1,000. I was like, there it is. Now you're in his debt, and yeah. that debt's going to be paid somehow. Like, <clears throat> like I don't think he. I don't I, because because in my mind, if you're like a psychopathic serial killer, mm. and somebody takes it th- has the gall to take a thousand dollars from you and then not even provide you with the service that was agreed upon, that's going to make you angry. And now you're just right. Now, but instead he, of a play thing, now you're just a. I'm going to fucking kill. Well, you yeah, thing. but you could give the thousand dollars back. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's part of Joseph's thing. I think that's part of Joseph's things is that he wants to give them an out to like, (laughs) like that's, I mean, honestly, I look at it, I look at it as like, he's playing with them and he's giving them plenty of opportunities, um, to opt out. And the fun of it is when they don't, (laughs) when they're like, he bought it. He bought that I'm just a normal person that's very awkward, and then he's going to push it further, you know, and yeah. see, like, will this be where they leave? So yeah. I, I think that I think that's part of it. So where if someone just, like, completely left, and that's the thing with, like, the, the phone call from his sister, where 
She's saying just, you know, you're not, it'll be fine. Just leave. Just get out and leave right now. Like she's probably. Yeah, that's right. Come so across these things before to where she knows, like, you know, you're not probably not in danger, but you should go, you know? <laughs> right. And you'll be fine. Like, it, there seems like there was assurance in that call of, like, if you just leave, you'll be okay. I didn't go well, she probably missing doesn't know David. The FBI knew where I was the entire time. Sorry about that, Casper. Go ahead. What were you going to say? I was just going to say the sister probably didn't, obviously didn't know the extent of it. Yeah, she, yeah, probably not. She didn't know the extent of it, but she definitely was like, you need to go. Yeah. Like, you, you're not in any particular danger, but probably just walk in any direction out of the house. Like, just... Just walk away. Yeah, Just anywhere I'm, else. Yeah, I'm assuming, like, there's been a past of, you know, um, you know, lawsuits and just past of, of other people dealing with this stuff to where it can turn really ugly where they don't necessarily die. But it's just very bad yeah. for those people because they're being stalked by Joseph. Yeah. So, uh, like, as we said, in the end... Um, you know, Aaron takes off out of the house after drugging uh, Joseph with some Benadryl, um, and and then he just and then Joseph just stalks him relentlessly until up until the point where he murders him in the head with an axe. Uh, <laughs> and and the little you get this little aside at the end of the movie where Joseph yeah says, "I love you the most, Aaron, because you were so trusting." Right. And that's why I love you the most. And I love in that moment where he's talking, he also addresses, you know, the the plot hole of like, wh why didn't you just turn around? <laughs> yeah. That's, you, and that's why I love you. You even sat with your back to the path. <laughs> like you looked out into the lake. Like that's so trusting. Like I'll give you I'll give you credit where it's due. You did set up a camera. That's smart. But why didn't you even look? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's good stuff. So uh, there it is. I, I heartily recommend this movie. If you're uh, if you're a fan of kind of psychological thrillers, this is, this is the goofiest one you'll ever see. It's mm -hmm. Emphasis on goofy. But uh, but uh, I can somehow watch this movie over and over again. And it just never it just never gets tiresome. So with that, let's get into horror movie talk. This is a bit where you call in and we play you on the show. If you'd like to call in, call 682-253-44. Six eight, you know what, Bryce? I feel like uh, I feel like starting. Casper, uh, are you familiar with any of our callers? Do you, um, do you know any by name, perhaps? No. So really this putting her on the spot. So here. this is. I know, right? Well, I'm sorry. I look. So the way I believe the way we before we get into horror movie talk horrors. I think the way that we started talking to you was you reached out to us several years ago when we were like, I think on the Hellraiser episode or something like that, where we were like, what is bondage all about? Mm -hmm. Like, what's 
S and M, like what right. is that? And you answered. Yeah, you guys were talking about sadism. Yes, and you answered right. that question, yeah. like with the most thoughtful and like. Right, because the 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 question was like, you know, if you're gonna get into the S and M lifestyle, like I understand the sadist part of it. Like you keep ever, saying, everyone, everyone wants to be the sadist. Like, who wants to be the masochist? I want either. Me. Okay, so t- <laughs> do you want to share about that a little bit? No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. You, I'm totally open about talking about kink. So, so this is so interesting to me because I just it's you know it's not my kink. We could go into my kinks, <laughs> but um, <laughs> peach fuzz. <laughs> <laughs> but I like I have no, I have no way to gauge w- w- what you get out of it. So, um, my boyfriend and I are in a DS relationship, which is dominant and subservient. I'm actually collared by him, which is like a collar I can't take off. Is that at Only all he times? can take it off me. Yeah. No, this has been on me 24-7 um, for a year now. Shit's hot. Go on. I'm starting to understand. Continue. Um. So it's all about like, you know, a power dynamic and... um you know, not being in control, but then having somebody else who's like taking care of you. Um, and uh, well, I mean, if you just think about it scientifically with the whole pain thing is your body sometimes can misconstrue different things. So an anxiety attack, your body's not able to differentiate um, real danger versus stuff you're making up in your head. So when you're experiencing pain, you're still getting those endorphins to get you through it. Um, same thing with while getting a tattoo. Uh, so you get all these happy chemicals during the pain as well. Um, and then, yeah, it also falls down into, you know, the whole, the whole power exchange with it. There would have to be so much trust. Yes. Like 100%. Um, consent, trust, communication are so incredibly important. Um, safe words, uh, using different like a lot of people will use like the the green light um method so red is stop yellow is like this is cool but i can't do anymore and then green is like yeah keep going you can go harder um you know especially when it comes down to like um you know bondage and being um you know tied up or mm. now i'm or just anything. now i'm just having that now i have this goofy fucking like picture running through my head of like having kinky sex and just being like green light green light green light green light <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm like trying to envision a, a, a moment where I would say red light and it's just not coming up <laughs> well you just say like green or red or yellow I like saying green light right okay that's my kink now I like saying red rover red rover bring that booty on <laughs> over <laughs> bring that ass on over <laughs> speaking <laughs> Speaking of booties, let's start off Horror Movie Talk Horrors with a message, a uh, two-minute and two minute and 17-second long message oh, from, from Bugsy. <laughs> he said he sent three. Horror Movie People! It's your boy, Bugsy. So I went to see that new Purge movie today, The Forever Purge, and um, you can tell it was delayed a year or so because of the you know heavy political agenda that they were trying to force-feed down our throats. I almost like it better than, you know, the, uh, what is it, homosexual or lesbosexual or LGB, BLT sandwich, whatever the fuck it's called that was in the new Fear Street 1994. But not to offend any retards out there, but, um, you know, those R-worded people. But um, anyways, 
you know, I hit the vape pen. I was real frustrated when I took the family to go see, you know, family occasion. We went to see Halloween 18. Now we got to see this new Purge movie. But I took the ex, took my mom, and, um, you know, I hit the vape pen. And we were the only people in the theater. And then, you know, my paranoia started kicking in when I forgot what we were coming to see. And then, like, we were the only white, you know, family there. I'm like, I usually don't pay attention to this. But, I mean, fuck it. The weed and the times got me. Then I noticed, you know, black family, black couples sat all around us in Spanish. And I'm like... Oh my God, we're the only whiteies in here. Let's get the fuck out of here. That didn't really happen. But, um, yeah, Paranoia sat in and, you know, Mexicans, you know, had a screaming baby at a rated R purge movie. But, you know, more, I see why whites don't like Mexicans now. <laughs> oh my God, Boxy. I love you guys. I love trolling. Um, <clears throat> the movie was basically really meh, meh, meh. Could really care less. Um, one of y'all said it had an $18 million budget. Um, the budget definitely didn't go to the good purge kills. It looks like they used b-roll from the cutting room floor of like purge one or the basic beginning purge whatever the fuck those movies are called they could have had a lot more gruesome purges and masks and costumes and kills and actually been more horror horror orientated than they were but um yeah you know the action packed um bullshit gunfight blah 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 kill whitey indians mexican border you know, give me a bottle of hot sauce and a burrito and a fucking churro and, um, you know, throw in some, uh, what is it, fresco? Fresco? Uh, I don't even know what fresco is from. Anyway. If, uh, if I, you'd I, like I, to support Bugsy, he has a new single, <laughs> a new single out now called Aesthetic. That's Bugsy Siegel. You can purchase that shit on iTunes for a buck. Mm. Um, you know, uh, yeah, he did not like the, the new Purge movie. Which uh, I didn't either. I fucking hated that stupid movie with every everything in me. Mm-hmm. I, I really disliked it. I'm surprised we gave it a three. Mm. Um, wow, a three was that's too high. It's too high. I think I'm giving it a two. That's where I I finally landed on that episode. But so uh, so words from Bugsy, you know, as he's wont to do. Here's uh, his. He said, "Skip his second message." Yeah, let's, and after that uh, first message, skip it. After the first message, I'm not going to let him put his foot in his mouth any further. So here's his third message. So here's Bugsy again. And Bugsy, I'm sorry. I may just have to cut you off because, you know, we got a lot of show here. Okay. So we're going to do part three to my part one because I can't go ahead and cross promo a different podcast. I don't believe in that. (laughs) Anyways, to sum up what I was saying before, before (laughs) we were rudely interrupted and that's my bad. Got to stop hitting these vape pens as much. Anyways. Horror movie talk, HMT, B&D, fucking Halloween Kills trailer in general overall was better than the entire movie. The Blumhouse presents the Forever Purge, Forever Bullshit, whatever it's called. Halloween Kills 2021 will be the best horror movie of 2021. Be better than any horror movie since H18, which kind of sucked in my opinion. My mom actually was like, this fucking... So remember how at the start of the show I told you uh, Halloween fans were apeshit bonkers? Like, they're just... Yeah. They're just not... Bugsy, they're not normal people. Bugsy loves Halloween. Bugsy maybe, identifies... And maybe we should just leave it at that. He identifies as Halloween. Right. He sucks in the middle of the theater. I counted down days. It was the whole thing. I was about to cry. Anyway, it could possibly be up there with Halloween 4, my favorite horror movie of all time. And it would be an honor to come on the show with you guys when you guys do your review for Halloween Kills or Halloween 4, the return of Michael Myers, so I can pop the 
pumpkin pie cherry of all the horror movie talk podcast listeners out there. And yes, we watch the movies, a great podcast. I love them. I love Mike and Jay. I love Wham. But my song isn't playing at the end of their podcast, and I don't have nearly as much love and don't want to have sex with them like I do with D&D. But anyways. Well, he wants to have sex with us, so that's something. I love you guys. Uh-huh. Much love. Just wanted to let you guys know I represented tonight wearing the SHM Tatas, HMT, HM titties okay. on my titties. Had to wear the shirt you guys sent me. He's 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 all he's all about the drip, you know. I mean, when it comes to uh, uh, sporting horror movie talk merch, Bugsy's Bugsy's got it. So he wants to come on. He wants to come on. The, I don't see. There's nobody else who I could think of to come on uh, the Halloween Kills episode. So um, thank you for inviting yourself on the show, <laughs> Bugsy. Um, we will definitely take you up on that whenever that happens. His favorite, his favorite of the Halloween franchise is four. I know this because he messages me morning, noon, and night uh, on Instagram to to talk about Halloween. And uh, and also, if you guys like uh, listening to Bugsy, you stick around for the uh, the ending. The ending song that we got on this episode is very graciously made by Bugsy. Here is Michael from Nebraska. Hey, this is Michael from nebraska i said that i was just wondering if y'all uh decorate your house and deck it out with animatronics or anything and uh love you guys bye i think i think michael is referring to decking out our house with animatronics for halloween do you do that bryce do you guys like no gussy things up I don't do that. Well, I, see, year round, I have like some really great cobwebs and like spider That's webs true. all over like the corners of. Yeah, me too. Every aspect of the front of my house. So, like, I mean, I, I, the spirit of Halloween never leaves. I never put them up, right? But I never take them down, dude. Actually, my, uh... Casper's the perfect person to ask this question to. I've follow her on Instagram or TikTok. Holy shit. My entire apartment is Halloween all the time. I have a black Christmas tree with a jack-o'-lantern on the top of it covered in Halloween decorations. I have, um, I just started collecting like vintage um, Halloween decorations. So I got some really cool vintage uh, plastic like jack-o'-lantern candy holders. Um, Wall art is all like Halloween spooky things, taxidermy. Um, There's literally... My friends joke around about playing a drinking game where you have to take a shot every time you see a pumpkin in my apartment. <laughs> do it's so. They, do your your friends never leave then? <laughs> Basically, you just call the ambulance. Just like yeah. Oh god. Um, do, I have a question. Do you uh, do you identify as goth? Uh yeah. Okay, and has the recent uh, revelation regarding Marilyn Manson shook you? Does it have you shook? Um, so I was never really a Marilyn Manson person. Um, I think, okay, it's here. The whole thing with like, I don't know what's going on. I I don't know what you're referring to. Could you let the listeners I'll intro it real quick. I am sorry to interrupt you. Marilyn Manson has been, uh, has been accused of, uh, torturing 
some groupies and uh, and one girl in particular who he kept drugged, I think, or something like that, or has been accusing him of such things. I'm not sure. A rock star is misogynistic and cruel towards women. What? I know. So I was actually talking about um, not uh, Marilyn Manson per se, but just like artists in general who have done bad things and have gotten repercussions for it. And we were just saying how it tends to only be people going after artists that they don't personally like. So you can be walking around in the supermarket and Michael Jackson is playing and nobody has an issue with that versus a black metal band that had a small scandal in the 90s is still canceled. Yeah. So which one uh, are you talking about specifically? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Are you talking about Burzum or dude Burzum is like everybody's go to when they think about it or like just Watain. So in Uh Watain, the lead singer did like, you know, the yeah, hail Hitler's in like one photo, one photo. Yeah, he shouldn't have done it, but he did one photo and people are like, oh, my God, they're Nazis. Like people people it's only because you don't like them people have this thing about varg verkins and, and like about how he's like i don't I, like i don't have a strong i i love burzum like uh and, but the reason i like varg verkins is because he's so interesting like just mm-hmm. uh like if w- while he was allowed to have a youtube channel before they took it took it down like last year um and you know banned him from the from the platform I don't profess to uh, to believe in any of the things that Varg uh, believes in, but I will say the dude had some interesting opinions, and he was not afraid to share them. And they were they were mm-hmm. not normal opinions, and so you actually got to hear something a little bit different uh, f- come from him. Anywho, um, here is CJ. CJ's a normal caller. All right, you plebs. This is CJ from Massachusetts. So on the most recent episode. Uh, you did the whole Patreon bit, um, and you talked about what would be a better weapon, a spear or a baseball bat in a zombie apocalypse. And here's the thing. If you're talking about people, a spear is a better weapon, just for regular people. Yep. But the whole point in a zombie apocalypse, the, the most important thing is to not be bit, because then you're fucked. Mm-hmm. So... So you don't want to keep them at a distance. You're fighting a bunch of zombies with a spear. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah, you can throw the spear. That's that's the whole point of a spear, but... No. Uh, please, mm. please stop interrupting, CJ. Thank you. Hey, I'm, please. I'm very... Kind of rude. Yeah. You know, this is my podcast, and I, I, I don't want to spread disinformation, you know. If, if anti-vaxxers showed up... You know, on our voicemail, I would press stop. And if someone says that the spear is not the best zombie apocalypse weapon, I just have to I have to make my opinion made known. David, will you please give me a hug? Yes. CJ continues. I mean, realistically, you're going to be holding it the whole time, fighting with it in your hand. And if you're stabbing a zombie and the thing goes through the zombie, the zombie can just walk up the spear and still bite you. And it's. At that point, it's just too difficult to get the spear off the zombie because a spear is a pretty big weapon. So the damn thing's walking three feet toward you up your spear, and it can still bite you, and then you don't have a spear because it's stuck in the zombie still. So I don't know if that's something you boys thought about, but uh, 
definitely should be. Because the way things are looking in the world now, with the vaccine. <laughs> and the- what did I just say? <laughs> what did I just say? See, now you know what we're dealing with. All right. He went there. He went there. It's just running in the same breath. Shut up. I want to hear how this ends. Hang on. Shut up. Experimental, just everything they're fucking doing. I wouldn't be surprised if in 20 years... Everybody just turns into a bunch of fucking zombies. That'd be cool. And what are you going to grab? Hopefully, now, you're with me, and you're going to grab a baseball bat. That's right. Grab a baseball a bat. All right, now... He's got some good points. Now Look, it's... normally vaccines go through, like, 10 to 15 years of testing. We got none of that. David, please. So... We don't I have now, 15 I, years of testing. I now have a mission to find a historical arms expert... You're gonna you're gonna find somebody who's to be on who's the adept at, at fighting zombies. Mm-hmm. So what I have to think about that whole thing, thank you, is generally speaking in horror movies and stuff that have zombies. How do you kill the zombie? Usually stab, stab him in the head. Right. Right. Stab. How are you gonna stab a zombie in the head with a baseball bat? You cave its I head in. If yeah, but that seems like more work and more exertion per zombie mm. within arm's length. So, mm. So if you attach a spear to the edge of the baseball bat, you're that, good. There you go. Now okay. both. Now we all win. All right. So now, just just do a thought experiment in your, in your own head. A baseball, bat, a baseball, a, bat. a baseball bat is made to hit a baseball. Mm. Think of where a batter stands in a batting box, mm. and where the baseball is. And where they hit the baseball. Now, how close is that person to the baseball when they hit it? Like seven or eight feet. <laughs> All right. Next caller. I don't, we, we, we haven't even released the episode where this debate originated, I don't think. I'm just saying there's not has not been a lot of support for Spears. There's, I've just been hearing a big groundswell of bat support. I vote Spear. She votes Thank Spear. you. Thank you. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. Everyone. It has the three aspects that you need most, which is keep them at a distance, mm-hmm. fast attack, and mm-hmm. you're not exposed when you attack. You've just described my dick. It accomplishes all those things. <laughs> um, okay, so... Fast fa- attack. Fast attack. Just, just that part. Yeah, well. Two pump chump. That's a premature ejaculation. Minus joke. the chump, thank you. Final caller... <laughs> Two pump chain. So I was just listening to your purge review. Um, it's Elizabeth. I'm not going to watch the movie because I believe you when you say it's a piece of crap. So yeah, I'm going to skip that one. But I did want to just um, talk about the purge show. So you guys were talking about how there were no petty crimes shown in the movies, uh, but in the show, uh, the first season anyway, um, I think it might have been the first or second episode of the second season. I didn't get all the way through that one, but they um, they show actually like a, a bank heist. Mm. And um, you are allowed to keep the money as long as you are out of the bank by the time the um, purge ends. By the time the bell rings for the mm-hmm. the purge to be over, so that actually what ends up happening is the one guy is still in the bank, like by like an inch, like his foot is literally an inch in the bank, mm. and as the bell goes off, and he was arrested for uh, theft. Yeah because he was technically still in the bank. So everybody else, though, was allowed to keep the money. So um, just 
I mean, the petty crime thing, I guess it depends on what it is, but I thought that was pretty cool. Um, it definitely goes way more into crimes other than killing. I mean, the first one, there's, like, a weird, like, this guy has, like, a bunch of women that they're allowed to, like, touch but not, like, rape or anything. I don't know. It's mm, weird. Just, mm. like, check it out if you want to look at more, like, petty crime stuff. So, so. But, yeah. Anyway, that's all I got. See you later. Bye. Thanks for your call, Elizabeth. Thanks, Elizabeth. So now I'm curious. Mm. The purge lasts for twelve hours, right? Yeah, I think I believe so. Those must be the world's shittiest bank robbers in the universe. To where there's nobody working in the bank either. Right, right. It's at night. Yeah, but I mean, okay, but we're talking about a universe where normal houses have like bank level security. Imagine what a bank has. Sure, but they normally have that. So people that are professional bank robbers probably have the ability to. Get through. No, this thick is metal a society where all the illegal stuff is committed in twelve hours. Like people aren't fucking around. Like they're not like get, like honing their. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> bullshit. Twelve hours to rob a bank. Maybe you should find a different thing to do. Or you know, I mean, fuck. It took dude twelve hours. You could probably go house to house and still make more m- money than robbing a bank. It only for that long. It only took Zack Snyder four hours to rob a whole casino. Right. In Army of exactly. that fucking giant piece of shit. Actually, you know, instead of robbing a bank, you just just stay in the bushes and, um, you know, pick people's pockets that are already dead. Probably make a pretty penny. There you go. Oh, um, hey, question for you, Bryce. Uh, it's about that time that we play horror or porno. Do you have the intro clip for that, per, per chance, perhaps? Um... <laughs> play where we take clips sound clips from horror movies we take sound clips from porno movies and then we make uh casper and bryce oops sorry about that listen to them and determine uh you know which which it is and then whoever oh oh so you get one point for guessing whether or not it's a horror or a porno and you get another point for actually naming it you get Mm. a bonus point Mm. if you even the porno Yes. Yeah. That's specific, but okay. Um. So yeah, I mean, listen. There's about equal numbers porno movies and horror movies. We don't expect everyone to have the proficiency in porn that we do. (laughs) But I'm at a disadvantage here. But you see what we look like, you know. So you know, (laughs) you can tell by that. You can you be like. Oh, these guys are pros at this. So it's not if you take an L, it's not a big deal. We watch a lot of horror and porn. Um, so without any further ado, here is the first clip, and uh, and Cass, I will ask. She's the guest, so I'm going to ask her her opinion first. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> 
Casper, go, is that horror or porno? I'm going to go with porno. Okay. Okay, good guess. Good guess. Bryce, do you, do you want to try and name it? No! Okay. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Her face was so... It was almost angry at me. She was like, mm. no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Bryce. Um, I'm going to also say porno. Okay. And... Um, um. Yeah, I don't know the name. Not gonna. Not no, gonna, no one's venturing a I guess got, for this. I don't have a guess. You're. Bo- I'm sorry. You're both wrong. This is uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Four. Huh. What's, yeah. What's happening so, in the scene? I. You know what? I got this prepared like two or three months ago. Oh, okay. So really, I. I don't. I don't even remember myself. This is. Uh. This is just. Kind okay. Of Pat. Is that no, the Dream Warriors one? No, it's Friday the 13th, not Nightmare on Elm oh, Street. Oh, sorry. Oh. God damn. And that's part three. Bryce, you should know better. I just got done saying what pros oh, Sorry. Were. I'm right. Okay. <clears throat> sorry. No points awarded that round. This time we're going to ask. Actually, no, we're going to. No, we're going to switch it. So we're going to ask Bryce first this time. Is this a horror movie or a porno? Nein, 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 nein. Was alles soll jetzt von diesen Jugendschweinen noch ertragen? Schlagen meine Männer zu fliegen. Kennen Sie schon das neueste Gerücht, das Sie in Ihrem angstgetriebenen Wahn verbreiten? Der, der meine Männer mit einem Prügeltod schlägt, der, den man Bärenjude nennt, soll ein... Hm. Hm. Real passionate. I'm pretty sure... That this one real passionate is a porno. Okay, and I think I know the name of this one. This one is just simply titled "Proud Boys." <laughs> Good guess. I haven't caught that title, but I love it. Uh, and for all the wrong reasons, Casper, uh, would you like to venture a guess? Was this a horror or a porno? I think it's a horror. Okay. Do you want to guess what? No. It's clearly a different language. Yeah, it's German. Okay. So, points to Casper. This is a horror movie. I saw a meme with the 9999, and that's how I I thought so. Mm -hmm. Yes. This is Hostel. Ah! So, there you go. Okay. Question three. Wait a minute. Hostel wasn't in German, though. No, but they're but they're they're tourists. Yeah, it's in, German in a Czechoslovakian country, in a Eastern Bloc country. I don't think they speak German there. Though. Ah, we'll have to go back like, to the tape. All right, well, have to go back to it. Um, third question: Casper's on the board. She got a point. Uh, Bryce has a big goose egg, just like you know, baseball bats versus spears. Mm. There's a lot of similar similarities. Here we go. Third clip. A lot of fluids. Mm. Clearly, there were some farting sounds. Should have called the uh, the bodily fluids exchange line. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was that was juicy. And at the end, she said, "I'm so sorry." Um, so mm. I think we're back to Casper for first guess. So, if it was a porno, it probably would have been like some monster fucking tentacle stuff, just because of all the squelching. Mm. Have you watched any of that? <laughs> Let's not get into each other's porn habits here. Why not? This is <laughs> it's horror or porno. Like, oh, like we have a bunch of pride or something. <laughs> we, we have standards here. Yeah, right. If you're saying you've never watched. If you're saying you've never watched animated porn, you're lying. I so. haven't. I literally really? have not. I've n- you're missing out. Am yeah. I? You, you kind of are. Yeah. I it's just, fantasy. They can make people look however they want. Yeah. Yeah, but I. Yeah, but it's not like. But she's not really crying. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Oh God, I'm sorry. So I missed your answer, Casper. Um, it was, she said it was porno, probably something. No, monstrous. I was saying if it was porno. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, you got to listen. But I'm going to go with horror. Okay. Going to go with horror. Um, I don't know what movie, though. Don't know what movie. Okay, Bryce. Um, see, this is a trick question because it shares the title with a horror movie. So I'm going to say this is a porno, um, and it's titled Slither. <laughs> Good guess. Uh, Bryce is now on the board. That was a porno. That is behind enemy behinds. <laughs> so, um, see, it was between that guess and, um, it was between Slither and then just a, a porn bloopers compilation. Speaking of Slither, uh, the patrons have been trying to yeah one, one patron. See, that's that's the the interesting aspect of uh, patronage. Is the political aspect? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've been trying to get us to review Slither for like uh, almost a year, and it just keeps just, gotta, just getting edged out by something uh, else. Uh, what's his name? Was it Walter that keeps voting on that? There's a, a Jess, Jessica. Uh, there's a Some, bunch. Of them. Yeah, someone has been asking for that for months, and like they take turns. You just gotta, you gotta, you know, use the playbook of of Magnus of how he got rats on. Yeah. Just yep. relentless. Um, create a movement create yeah. a social movement yeah those those swedes are good at that so um you're both on the board one to one next qu- next uh next clip wait come on you know it's really beautiful about this you two kids pick me you didn't have to but you pick me it makes me want to kiss you guys come on come no on. give me one no, ah, you violent. Violent. Ah. all right let's get down to you're right i got a card around here somewhere here here who do i have to kill here hold that for me would you there you go. You don't have to kill anybody. Ah, possession. Good. Learn to throw your voice. Fool your friends. Fun and party. <laughs> <laughs> Learn to throw your voice. Fool your friends. Fun at parties. Too easy. Um. Oh, sandworms. You hate them, right? Me too. Uh, Come on. Okay, so I think we're back to Bryce choosing so first. So this is Beetlejuice. Okay, so I you're mean, saying this is a horror movie. This is a horror movie. Okay. And it's one of your favorite movies, so I can't imagine that it could be anything else other than mm. the movie that you just quoted several times mm. in allusion yeah, to the clip literally. we just played. <laughs> Whoa! Sandworms. You hate them, right? <laughs> Me too. Yeah, that's... Uh, okay, good guess. Good guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, Casper? Same. Oh, okay. So, oh, it's just so easy. Horror porno is just so easy. Well, you're right. This is... This is a- <laughs> 
This is a horror movie. This is obviously Beetlejuice. Uh-huh. Yeah. Don't let it be said. I don't toss you a bone every now and then. I saw Beetlejuice on Broadway and it was awesome. Oh my God. This is in, in the span of only three episodes, we've had two beautiful ladies on and both of them have mentioned Beetlejuice the musical in that much time. Mm. I, I think I would actually go to see Beetlejuice the musical. It was so good. We went to the uh, Tim Burton like restaurant in New York City. Before There's a Tim Burton too. restaurant? Oh, dude, like they put dry ice in the drinks so they like bubble and foam. Oh, it's so cool. That sounds awesome. And so you went there first or after? First, and then we went to the um, the show. Was that restaurant just bumping? Are it's all, really small. Are all of um, the waitresses so Helma need- Bonham Carter? The servers were all like cool looking and dressed fun, and uh, it was really small. I think they're trying to open a bigger location, but um, definitely if you go like reservations, yeah, it's awesome. It's 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 really slow service because they only have Johnny Depp and Helena Bonham Carter. <laughs> like that's it's a Tim Burton restaurant. You can only have those two. Can people. only cast those people. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, good job. You both have two points. I hope. I hope. I hope. In the next three clips, you're able. One of you is able to pull, okay. pull away. Here's the uh, fifth clip. It was fucking sensational. Yeah. And you know what? Your pussy smells gorgeous. Yeah. How you doing, Doc? Uh, Oh, I'd rather fuck that retarded boy, but... Oh, Jesus Christ! This'll do. I know a place in Thailand where they specialize in that sort of thing. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I found this one, and I was like, the mother load! Oh! You know, like, oh. you know, me coming. Wow. Yeah. Um, I is there, Are you going first this time, Casper? Yeah, I think it's Casper. Yeah, it is. What do you have uh, to say? <laughs> Um, hey, I asked before we started this bit, I was like, are you comfortable doing horror porno? And you were like, oh, I'm more than comfortable. Okay. I just don't know. Yeah. Okay. I see. I see where the, this is coming from. You looked worried and rightly so. He said some worrying things in there. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, he'd, he, uh, he rather would have fucked the retired boy. <laughs> I guess movie. You're saying that's a horror. Yeah, I okay. don't know what though. Okay, Bryce, good. good yeah, guess. I think. I mean, the music in the background is very subtle, but it feels very horror. But I, I gotta play the game. I gotta go opposite Spooky Tooth to try to pull forward. Mm. Um, so you're gonna say porno? I'm gonna say porno. Do you want to guess? And this was actually. Uh, the parody of the previous movie. This was Beetle Jizz. <laughs> Good. I, I love. I love the, the idea of Beetle Jizz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, Bryce did get a point. He's pulling away. One point. This is a porno. This is the Da Vinci Load. No. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. I'm sorry. It can't all be easy. And that one. Hang on, I want to. I want to go back just a little. I want to hear the music you're talking about. Mm. It was fucking sensational. Mm. Yeah. And you know what? Your pussy 
It smells gorgeous. It smells gorgeous. He's clearly got an Australian accent. It's a good compliment. Uh, yeah. <sighs> Just thinking about it. Yeah. Okay, um, so... You know, every once in a while, I would like my wife to compliment how my dick smells. Well, you got It's not cl- too much to ask. You do have to clean it. Oh, there are dicks don't necessarily smell good. They just can smell fleshy. Fleshy. Well, yeah. I haven't smelled a lot of dicks. I've, obviously, you haven't heard of our sponsor, Manscaped. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Our 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 dicks are well lotioned and and perfumed. Yeah, I have I have a toner spray for my balls, just for my balls. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I gotta lift my dick up off my balls just to get the toner spray on it. Enter code HMT at manscaped.com to get twenty percent off your whole order and free shipping. Um, so that your dick doesn't smell fleshy. That's right. Mm-hmm. So that it smells manly, like like pine. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some reason, we've all just decided that dude should smell like pine trees. Mm-hmm. I, it's some sort of phallic thing. Anyway, here's the sixth clip. Bryce has three. Uh, Casper has two. Here we go. Six clip. Bobby. I've never done this before. It's okay. It's okay. It's just like... It's like sucking on a Tootsie Roll Pop. A Tootsie Pop? Yeah. A cherry flavor one. Oh. The fudge in the middle. Okay. to get to the chewy middle. Uh, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> she never can wait to get to the chewy middle of the Tootsie Roll Pop. If it's if it's squishy, why can't I bite it? Mm. This is well, the Tootsie Roll Pop is not squishy. It is hard I'm a, until a the biting middle. dick joke. I mean, Casper, you're really oh, starting to, you're really starting to talk like a sadist and less of a masochist here. Yeah. Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> Wait. See the thing is, is do you like, bite dicks? I'm, a brat. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I'm a brat. Oh, okay. What's that mean? Uh, explain it to him, Spooky. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> He's like, I mean, I know, but explain it to David so he understands. So, like, a brat sub is like, oh, it's okay. like the dummiest sub. They're uh, just like, okay. yeah, it's like the. It's like the chaotic evil of mm. the of the uh, subs. Yeah. Okay, I got it. I got so it. basically, it's a sub that's not very good at it. Oh <laughs> no! Shots fired. Are you gonna let Bryce criticize your sexual kink? Uh, I was I just describing it in a different way. I'm sorry, you're I interrupting. I do it all for the punishments. Punishments. Mm. I like that. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have to start using that. Punishments. Okay. Bryce, what do you think? Is that horror or porno? Um, I'm going to say porno because mm-hmm. it has fellatio in it. Mm. Um, I'll say that it's um, I'm trying to I'm trying to remember the title. Mm. Um, Stepsisters Laundry Day. Okay. Strange choice, but all right. Casper? Part, part 19. Part 19, yeah. I appreciate that when you guess porno, you really do pull a random name out of your ass. <laughs> what? I you think I'm just making these up? One time he got it right. I, I mean, 
obviously you've um, never seen step step sister does laundry one through 18 right. because you, know you would understand the importance of the franchise right. I I I feel like I'm lame for keep guessing horror, but I'm gonna go with horror. You just tied it up. It's three to three. Uh, <laughs> that was scary movie. <laughs> uh, it's uh. It's, I recognized it, but I was like, I don't know what. Yeah, there you go. Um, so now we're tied up. This is a tiebreaker. Seventh question. Final question. I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to guess differently. So Casper gets first right. She gets to actually guess first, and you just have to guess differently than her. Um, Here we go. Seventh clip. Tiebreaker. Might want to use it for my pleasure. It's my company. You're my employee. I'll do with you what I want. Do you understand? Dismiss. Mm. Mm. I want to put you underneath my desk Mm. and have you lick my pussy Mm. for half the day. I'll do that. I want you to run errands for me. I want you to lick my ass. Worship my feet. You'll do that for me. It's a rough economy. You don't want to be... (laughs) It's a rough economy. It's a rough economy. (laughs) You know, the more I... Like, when I listened to that, I was like, oh, I am a sub. (laughs) <laughs> this is just my day right it's you know that, sitting i mean under it, a desk licking pussy and butthole and then driving to the store and getting some shit right i think i think the benefit of being the sub is that like the other person has to be into it you know i'm into it like well i'm into I, that they're the ones making the effort yeah you know that'd be nice yeah yeah, it would be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> What's that like? <laughs> but you know, I don't, I don't mind sitting under a desk and licking pussy. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's all I'm saying. All right. So, Casper, what is your guess? Is this a horror movie or a porno? I, I don't know. I feel like if it's a horror movie, that's like very descriptive. Mm, it is pretty but specific. I feel like if I say, like, I feel like it's a trick. Mm. Could be. That's the whole point of this game is mm. for me to trick you, mm. basically. It's, my, it's what I take pleasure in. I need to win, though. My my self-esteem and my ego is riding on this. Okay. Well, you know what you've got to do, girl. You gotta... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, just guess which whether it's a horror or porno. <laughs> I'm going to go with horror. Okay. Good guess. And I don't know what. Don't know what. Bryce, you... Uh, that <sighs> See, that's taking... unfortunate. I thought it was... See, I thought this was a trick question because it's not a... I didn't think it was a porno because I recognize the the voice. I think that's Amy Adams in Man of Steel. But I guess I'm wrong. It must be a porno. Um, Very good. The And the porno is Man of Steel. Starring Amy Adams. <laughs> <laughs> Casper wins. This is The Burbs. Oh. <laughs> Starring Tom Hanks. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Hooray! Yay. And that was another arousing round of horror or porno. Listen to the word <laughs> that I say. Sorry, that was a little uh, musical interlude for you. Listen to the words that I say. Thank you so much for listening to the show. 
Thank you, Casper, for coming and hanging out. I would be so pleased if you came on again um, sometime in the future. Please tell us where our fans can find you and follow you. Uh, so you can find me on uh, TikTok and Instagram, which is underscore spooky tooth. Hell yeah. And if they wanted to get a tattoo, where would they go? So uh, we're located on Long Island in uh, New York. We're actually trying to open up a second location in New York City. But uh, if you want to find us on Instagram, it's Vamachara Tattoo. Can you spell um, that? V-A-M-A-C-H-A-R-A. Thank you. And uh, my boyfriend, he's the one who runs the studio. You can find his Instagram. It's uh, bikerwitch underscore tattooer. But it's uh, two V's instead of a W, like the witch movie. Okay, excellent. You know, I, I just got to say, we haven't mentioned this whole, the whole episode, but I I love it when the Long Island accent peeks through. Like, just a little it's bit. It's like, yeah. just what barely. Long Island. Long Island. Yeah. And uh, what was it? Um, V-A. No, however you said the A. It was very Long Island. I'm not good <laughs> at accents, but it's like, oh, oh. Yeah. 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 You guys definitely uh, toss her a follow. Check her out on Instagram and on TikTok. She's huge. How many followers do you have on TikTok? I just hit 80K. If that's, listen, you don't get to 80K followers just for fucking nothing here. You don't get that for just jizzing in the wind. All right. Right. So, so that's, toss her a follow. Um, We love her and I hope, I hope you come back. Will you come back? Hell yeah. Okay. Excellent. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the I just, show. Go I ahead. just wanted to, uh, again, thank our new patrons. Good call. Uh, Kitty H., uh, Julia, uh, Glenn S., and Samuel R. for um, joining and or upping your pledge. Yeah, thank you so much, guys, uh, for supporting the show. We appreciate you for listening. If if uh, if you want to support the show uh, but don't have... Uh, but, and you have a, uh, an Amazon account, good news, you can just head to our website, go horrormovietalk.com, click on the little banner link at the top of the page, it says buy stuff on Amazon, and then just, you know, just do your Amazon shopping as normal, and a little bit of that will go to us. Uh, again, special thanks to Casper. You can find her on Instagram and TikTok. And with that, if you, uh, finally, if you want to get a hold of the show, call us at 682 253 Four four six eight. We appreciate you guys so much. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. Bye bye. Bye bye. Looking for a podcast full of burps and gas, perverted cast, skinny and fat. Look no further. Horror movie talk is accidentally funny. Begs to donate money. Fake sponsors for dummies and so much more. New episodes every hump day. They'll pickle your dickle. For foreplay, Patreon members have it your way. Vote for a movie every month for the review. Chopper, chopper, don't just stare at it, eat it like a taco. Put your tongue through the phone, hoodie, Picasso. Look at them hot kids, swear not a pedo. Got me too, with Cosby eating jello. Putting pop done, gave Bryce flatulence. Train addict, addict, Dave doesn't. Give a shit. One through ten, is it horrible or excellent? Oil me up, daddy is dinner rough. Percent kiss, Bryce Hansen. Look at them hot kids, Chris Henson. Masturbate with a crucifix, exorcist. Face huggers, chest bursters, alien.
Denver. I know it's true because it came from social media. Patrick Bateman can't understand you. Stab you to death for rotten apple reviews. Opinionated podcaster with a doctorate. Spook allergy, doctor of philosophy. Bad gastritis, knee colostomy. Turn Patreons into human centipedes. David Doobie Day, scare him, no, no expert. And global fucks hard, professional sex expert. Afterpods, taglines, and porno flicks. American Psycho, them guys pretty sick. Chopper, chopper, don't just stare at it, eat it like a taco. Put your tongue through the phone, hoodie, Picasso. Look at them hot kids, swear not a pedo. Got me too, with Cosby eating jello. Putting pops done, gave Bryce flatulence. Train addict, addict, Dave doesn't give a shit. One through ten, is it horrible or excellent? Oil me up, daddy is dinner, rubs, nothing good happens in the woods. Always get more than you bargain for. Got a pickle to dickle, machines tickle bitties. Vancouver, Portland, Oregon, and organs, Corona, COVID, curse, Lorona, Green River Killer, because reasons, hallway of poop monster kids screaming, ain't your ordinary dingleberry itinerary, 30 day shutter and jump scares, ain't fucking scary, time for the spoilers with jokes and tropes, use their white socks to catch their loads, to show them one titty, pretty, Paganism, you should worship. They Teflon dicks. Pacific Northwest, let them see one breath. Shifty ass, stay spooky. Poor man's digress. Bugsy. HMT. Horror movie talk. Hold on, they don't like Halloween. Fuck them.